Leadership and Power by Audra Harrison. When it comes to leadership, there's a certain kind of clout a leader must have. This clout is power. This power is authority, the ability to enforce direction, to help guide others. Without that authority, not much would get accomplished. There are five different types of power. You have legitimate power, essentially a person's holding a title or a specific role, like a director or a vice president. Essentially, this title validates their position. Another form of power is reward power. Essentially, this is based on a person's ability to distribute awards to other people. Essentially, they hold initiatives that can help motivate others to do tasks or to do things. Third type of power is coercive. Essentially, this is the opposite of reward power, where the person of authority has the ability to punish or the ability to withhold. And essentially, folks fall in line out of fear. The fourth is expert power. This essentially is based on the person's ability to be a SME, be a subject matter expert. Their intellect is essentially what allows them this authority over others because they are in the know. And finally, referent power. This essentially is based on a person's ability to influence others based on charisma, attractiveness, their friendships, Essentially, this allows them authority to influence others. So since we're speaking on influence, essentially leaders have to use some type of influential tactic in order to motivate or essentially get their staff or their team to do the appropriate task. It's a tool. And since it's a tool, not everyone is experienced in every type of influential tactic. Some different Leadership styles like reward or legitimate essentially are stronger or more capable in certain types of influence. An example, somebody who is using coercive leadership essentially would be more prone to apply pressure when it comes to getting tasks done. While it might not be effective, it is still a form of influence. What boils down to effectiveness essentially is the relationship between the leader and the staff. The stronger and healthier the relationship is, the more effective the influence will be on their staff. An example would be the consultation influence. Essentially, this is across all power sources and influences subordinates or colleagues and can be effective on such a high level. However, if you take pressure as an influence and use a coercive power source on your employees, essentially it's not going to be very effective and they're likely to quit. In conclusion, it's all several slices of the same pie. Without influence, without a power source, and without relationship, leadership will fail. Podcast references to the text of The Art and Science of Leadership, 7th edition, chapter 5.